All right, guys, welcome back to another episode of Mulkamania. And this week we have another special guest. Uh, his name is Eggy. I believe he hails from Turkey, right? Yep. <coughs> yes. <laughs> you nailed that. Yep. Uh, he is allegedly a uh, bomber, <laughs> but I mean, he says he doesn't do it. But yeah, well, uh, my previous life, I used to fly B-29s, guys. Uh, are those like bomb planes or something? Yeah. Uh, so t- <laughs> All right. Well, All right. Um, and as usual, bombing. <laughs> we are joined by our usual co-hosts, Chuck and Lex. Say hi, guys. Hello. All right. Thanks, Chuck. Yep. And this- <laughs> that was the most disappointing hello ever, Lex. Just, just Lex is always disappointing. I'm really not disappointed. Why is Lewis Hamilton trending on Twitter? Uh oh, did Lewis Hamilton just retire out of nowhere? No, he's not gonna say bye bye to 40 million euros. Well, hey, let's talk about Lewis Hamilton, Chuck. Uh, let's talk about how he's the second dirtiest driver on the grid. Jokes, you got jokes. So, mm. yeah, go ahead. Honestly, what I'm going to say is just like, hey, when you're not like for the last six years, when you're not battling anyone. Yeah. So Lewis doesn't know how to race wheel to wheel. That's what I, that's what I'm hearing. Uh, not really. It's just <laughs> it, the, the thing is this, like, it's just like, let me put it this way. If someone used to running in the front, like all the time. They're not, they usually don't expect others to be really aggressive on them. So they usually take their own lines of whatever. Like they just expect others to know that they're going to pull away. And when you're fighting against, like, let's say on his instance, Alex Albon, which has everything to gain from attacking him, and in a car that's designed to basically just overtake people, designed around its braking power mostly, uh, it's just that's going to happen. Like they're gonna end up crashing into each other, and it happened twice. Twice, yeah, twice. So yeah, I saw this graphic earlier today. Uh, driver penalty points going into twenty twenty one, and because right, I got okay. a call. Uh, but uh, <laughs> so. Lando has five Lex, and so he's the third dirtiest driver on the grid. I, can, I mean, we, I feel on. like that this just this? represents your sim racing driving style, Lex. Your Lex fades and everything. Hey, can we? I'm talk so about confused right now. Points. Say that again, Chuck. Hey, Lex. Can, Lex, can we Lex, talk about how Russell has six points? Yeah. How, how the hell like, did he get six points? Like. Uh, not obeying blue flags mostly. I think his points are, but uh, he's in a Williams. He can't exactly get out your way. Yes, he can. <laughs> like, hey, if he, if he hold, held points for like dirty driving in our own league, Lex wouldn't be racing for the last two seasons. Truth, oh, come on, come on. Lex is so dirty. Lex, what you did even last race is three points, and that's just like the season <laughs> opener, man. Lex, what did you do? <laughs> Lex, did you, you take it? 
No, no, no. That was Aggie. No, I did. I did that one. <laughs> I didn't take him out. I pushed him off, but like Lex took me out. Wow. <laughs> it was an accident. That doesn't one matter. Time. It doesn't matter. Okay, yeah, Jeff, first of the all, point. there's a reason you're not in, <laughs> you're not in prototype specifically because you go full destruction derby, uh, and I'm not the only one. That yeah, just you and Jack. <laughs> no. Yes. Uh, actually, one that did surprise me on this list is Charles Leclerc. How does he only have three points? He looked like a wrecking ball last season. <laughs> Oh, because he took uh, out Seb. He took out Seb. He took one? out Stroll. He took out Perez and, and Max. Because Ferrari international assistance. Okay, well, this guy <laughs> supports Max Verstappen. No, not at all. <laughs> I I don't support him. It's just like, in my opinion, he's a dickhead. But it's just, hey, some people are that right. way. Especially when you're that good, I guess you can't be a dick. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like Leclerc is just basically he's he's getting saved by it's just like oh yeah he's he's Ferrari is shit that's why like the car can't stop whatever car can't do that car can't, like just like hey if the car is that bad why are you trying like moves that even the top cars don't try well like, that's just desperation exactly it's desperation <laughs> yeah, uh well one driver I was really surprised by is. Vettel has zero points. How did that happen? Because he was in the back. <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly. that's when he'd be more prone to wrecking people. Oh, my goodness. Uh, yes. Well, I don't know. Because some of Sam's craziest crashes came when he was, like, fighting for the lead. At least from what I remember. Or yeah. when he turned into us. When did that happen? Yeah. Can Baku, Baku 2017. Oh, yeah. Oh. 18 or something. Yeah, that was Lewis's fault. <laughs> no, when you turned it on. It was Lewis. Was... I don't I don't know how, but it was Lewis's fault. Um so let's talk Turkey 2010. Uh Weber. No, 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 that was all sad. <laughs> Whatever, Lex. Doesn't matter. I know Who you won saw the him pull the no, He's not a Who he's not a dirty driver, man. Like, was it, what, 2014 Silverstone? Alonso pushed him off the track on going you into... You have to leave the space. Chapel or something? I don't remember exactly which corner, but, like... Him a puncture. Oh, that, like, my. It's... I don't know. F1 is a weird sport. Agreed. And plus, the thing is, like, what I found funny about the F1, especially this year, what they did is... Like narrowing the like rear section of the floor, so like you get like you basically take away twenty percent of the effectiveness of the diffuser. Unless you're like, figured out around that. Yeah, but the thing is, the problem is this: the only reason these current F1 cars cannot follow each other that well is they dependent on the top side air of the car, like the front wing, the sub barge boards, the top of the car rear wing, not on the floor. And they already had a massive floor, but it wasn't close enough to the ground. Now you take away more of the floor, so people they they now they're gonna work the upper side of the car, which is way more susceptible to turbulent air, a lot harder. So more. like this year is it's it's gonna be a lot of crashes. Like you'll see because just because of loss of downforce. Well, if you if you're hearing, I've been hearing the rumors that say they've clawed up quite a bit of that downforce back. Yeah, but from other the means. top side. 
from the top side, not like not yeah, from the, underneath the floor. So like basically like if you get turbulent air, your drop off is gonna be even bigger now. Like the mm -hmm. whole reason the group C cars and stuff like used to be able to just race was the ground effects. Not yeah. like top side aero because they had none. Well, this this is why I'm interested to see next season if the whole ground effects returning to F1 is going to benefit the overtaking, or is it just going to be the engineers are going to find a way to, you know? No, but it's gonna. I think it's gonna benefit the overtaking because the new cars look a lot cleaner on the top side. Yeah, and they're like three seconds, four seconds a lap slower. So <clears throat> that's a lot. Let's of get into that, man. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought it was going to be a slightly slower. Okay. No, no, no. It's, um, it's massively slower. Well, the tires cannot think. Fair enough. Here, here's the thing. We've heard this from the FIA multiple times. I, I can recall two, for the 2009 regs and the 2014, we're taking down force away so the cars can run closer. Didn't do anything. Yeah. They take, it away. They take the down away from the wrong spot. Yeah, like it's just it's it's all it, the thing is there is like certain things about it. It's just like they try to take away downforce as effectively as they can. So like in the means of like the teams cannot put it back. So like, what's the best way of taking away downforce from a Formula One car? Just like make the floor smaller, but like ban the devices that feed the floor, and basically everything you take take away from the floor. As I said before, it's just gonna be the engineer is gonna find a way to gain that back on the top side of the car. And once you like, once some like you can't follow anyone like that. And the thing is, now the cars are so fast, especially in clean air, they're at the limit of the tire. So basically, once you once you're behind it and you lose all the downforce, now you're overworking the tire. And once you get by them, if you can, now you don't have tire life left to go flat out. I can't disagree. That's why they slow them down. But at the same time, it's I don't think it's the right thing to do. Like I think since twenty four like twenty fourteen was good. Because okay, we lost the noise of the engines, but we got a lot of torque, no driving aids, like low downforce, high torque cars, like they were twitchy and hard to drive. But like twenty seventeen and up, like now to now it's just like these cars aren't twitchy like these cars are just a massive grip yeah. and they're just like hot Watch. lapping machines like you just do one lap at them and that's it like they're more impressive in qualifying than in racing i would agree uh are you are you guys are you guys done yet yeah go ahead jack. Oh, wow <laughs> <laughs> so rude. But yeah, go ahead, jack. <laughs> i'll just let you guys talk i like it um yeah, Jack, we know you want to get back to, you know, talking bad about drivers you don't like. So go I ahead. I don't. Anyway. Yeah, but the cars are cars are the cars are the main show, man. Drivers don't mean much. Oh yeah, when it comes to F one. Come on. But in F one. In F one, yeah. exactly. Unless it's Senna, according to Chuck, then it's and it's the driver. Mm, yeah, but Senna that, was fucking. That, that was like, a different era too. Yeah, but in that That's era, true. like if you put any of those guys, it's just like that. They were drivers back then. Yeah. Nowadays, these guys are athletes. There's like a big difference between the two. Yeah. Exactly. All right. Like. Uh. Go ahead and well, uh, so 
I know that a big topic that came out today was the layout of the Saudi Arabia track. That is going to be a shitty ass Good. race. <laughs> First problem uh, yeah, this, is they just going to be racing there. Well, yeah. Uh, hey, F one is a money like I money know. business. Money, money, money. Yeah, like yeah. and who who has the most money like cash in the world? Aramco. I know that race is sponsored by Aramco for yep. sure. But I mean, here here's my thing with that new with that layout of that track. There's no like heavy braking area, so there's not going to be any real good passing opportunities. Well, it's not even that. It reminds me of those old. As much as I hate to say it, it reminds me of those old 90s uh, IMSA fairground circuits where it was just uh, right, left, right, left, right, left, hairpin, done a lot. It literally just looks like a kind of a, maybe a bigger Vietnam, but like, you know what I mean? Yeah, but I think, yeah, but I think Vietnam would have been a decent race. Yeah, no, like honestly, this track layout will promote real good racing if it's tight, but it's not, so it's it's gonna be a shit race. <laughs> well, I think to be fair, to be fair, we did kind of say this about Baku, and then Baku turned out to be exhilarating. Yeah, but because it has tight an, spots. Yeah, exactly. Like, That's like what... you don't have the width right, of the Formula One track. Never mind. Like the like, if you look at Istanbul Park. Only reason that track is good, pretty much, is the elevation changes and like blind triple, quadruple, apex corners. But if you look at the mm-hmm. width of the track, it's um, insanely wide. Like the coda is another example of that. Still, like the fun parts are the tight, like hairpin sections that lead up to an elevation change blind right hander. It's just like if you put those elements in, it's good. But like the rest of it, it's, uh, you know, meh. Like Dubai yeah. is really crap because it has none of that. Like it, it still has the tight corners and stuff like other like Istanbul Park, Dakota, and all that stuff. But it doesn't have the elevation change. That's why it's just a snooze fight, snooze fest. Well, actually, Eggie, since you've driven around, answer me this question: Why do people compare Turn One specifically to the corkscrew? Is the drop off that dramatic? It doesn't look like that on onboard. It's like the. Turn one starts like going downwards before the turn one starts. Mm-hmm. So like you have like fifty meter before the turn one starts, you start going down, and you just keep going down for like another hundred and fifty meters. So like it's just like the drop off is pretty much the same as the corkscrew, but it's not like within twenty meters. It's within like hundred and fifty meters, but like the apex, there's like a big drop. Okay. And that part is just like if you miss your breaking point, you're literally like flying off the track. But you can because there's tarmac runoff. Like there's no grass, there's nothing to hit, so you can just go flat out if you want. And on a street car, like anything below 500 horsepower, that t- track is the most boring track I ever been on. Just just <laughs> because the sheer width of it, like it's such a big track. Like we we always forget, like the f- current Formula One cars are massive, man. It's like six meters long, two and a two meters something wide, like massive. Yeah. Uh, well, let's talk about testing. Uh, obviously, we don't really want to make any big conclusions because obviously Mercedes is sandbagging. Uh, they. Yeah. 
didn't. They faked the broken gearbox. Shut up, Lex. <laughs> no, that's not what like, I mean. That's probably through the gearbox thing, but like they them spinning out and everything is just like I don't believe that. Yeah, I, to me that them spinning out was more of where's the limit and yeah, exactly. Well, Botas uh, said that the W twelve was quite snappy and unforgiving. Botas has a lot of things. Well, I'm oh, not sure Botas has like, I can't see why. Car. <laughs> no, but I, I can't see why because, like, if you guys look at it, now the high-rate cars, like, the current regulations require a high-rate car to work. And Mercedes always had, like, a flat floor, like, up, like not like the Red Bull or the others. Mm-hmm. So, like, now having a high-rate car based on a flat floor car design from, like, for the last what six seven years they've been doing that it's just it's gonna happen like because you essentially taking something that worked with a different philosophy to work with something else like i don't think they're gonna be as dominant as last year but they they still gonna win like it's messy you can't stop them yeah i mean i'd take if it i'd take mercedes and give you the field if it came down to it right now so yeah, it was really weird. They were like bigging up Red Bull. Well, yeah, they're saying they always that they're do slower. But... Yeah, they said the same with the Ferrari, like, and they beat them, even though Ferrari yeah. was cheating. Like, uh, so allegedly, allegedly. Uh, no, 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 no. Hey, like, t- look at 2017, 20, like 2017 is like okay, like I'll g- I'll give them a pass on that one, but 2018 Spa, like, come on. Hey, like, so come on! Dominated. Allegedly, it was allegedly. Like, uh, even even like even at Monza, man, like 2019 and stuff. It's like Hamilton is chasing Leclerc, like DRS on full on over, like full quality mode, like full deployment, everything, and it's just he's just barely catching up, like slipstreaming and all that. Maybe like, you should drive what better. The fuck. Well, on a straight line, yeah, exactly. <laughs> apparently, the Ferrari power unit this season is a lot stronger. Well, they're probably allowed to have it back stronger. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> like exactly, like exactly, because hey, they can't like F one cannot survive without Ferrari. Yes, it can. True. No, 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 no. Hold on, because remember when Ferrari said they will withdraw for the, because of the twenty ten regs, right? You remember that? <sighs> no, man. It's just it's their support. Yeah, no, and... I, I'm agreeing with you. Because without Ferrari, the Monaco GP would not happen. This has been confirmed. Well, it didn't happen last year. Well, no, without Ferrari. <laughs> like, yeah, because they knew Ferrari was going to be shit. Yeah, so they just canceled it. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. It's just... But no, without Ferrari, you can't... It's like, when you when you say Ferrari... Like, when you say Formula One, nobody thinks of Mercedes or anything. It's just like Ferrari. Like, it's, no, it's like Ferrari, McLaren. I mean, nah, they're established. Nah. No, just walk out. Walk out to your house. Go like first person oh. you see, like random old lady. Just tell them Formula One. What you know, Ferrari. That's it. Oh yeah, no, I I agree with that. But what I'm saying is, is that when when I think of Formula One, I think of like the old the old guard who like Ferrari, McLaren. Yeah, that's you though. Like yeah, no. When, yeah, when sure. someone says endurance racing to me, like <laughs> I think of Sauber C9, but like. 
It's just that's me. Not everyone thinks that. Well, yeah. No, I get what you're saying. I'm just saying everybody's different in that aspect. Absolutely. And they can have their best team, most whatever team, and only team has been there since the first race of the Formula One. Losing basically, like finishing like P16, P17. I mean, Ferrari has always gone through them cycles like that, though. Yeah, they did, but they always get helped out eventually. Yeah, yeah, like that's the thing. It's just like the problem with the um, NDA agreement was that, right? Because like they've been cheating for the last three seasons and. Like 2017, 18, 19. And in the middle of the 19, they said, okay, like you have to slow down a little bit. And they kind of slowed down a little bit in mid season. And then in 2020, they just hit them with the big hammer. It's just like, hey. Because it was like, it, like at one point, I think the problem with that is just like, <clears throat> now the other teams know what you, what you are doing. And if they decide to cheat, you're gonna get beaten even like even worse. Yep. Uh were there any other surprises for you guys from testing? Um hmm. uh, Alpha Tauri Toroso, that was really good. Very fast. That car looked amazing. Well, I'm just I too bad the livery doesn't. I mean like, I don't know, livery is terrible, but Oh, good. Someone else. <laughs> well, to me, it, this is the first test. I don't draw too much into it, but Mercedes. I don't know what to say about Mercedes. They're already having reliability issues, and that's really all I can draw from it. Yeah, but it's the same gearbox they like used last year. There's no way that gearbox is gonna fail in this season. Yeah. Well, we'll cover um, um, more of a preview next one week. One thing I found, yeah. one thing I just found weird was the oh, what, oh, the Alpine Renault. The Airbus. Renault's like, uh, have you guys seen like the not just the engine cover thing, which everyone just talks about, but how terrible that car looked. I actually like that blue. No, 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 not like looks wise, just like on the track performance wise. Uh, I've only seen the on board. Well, it's because Fernando's driving the car. Man, it was like it was all over the place, that car, and slow. Like, I'm not saying like they're going all out or anything, but like for how slow, how much they sat, they were sandbagging, that car didn't look good. I don't think they're sandbagging. Well,. I don't know. It's hard to say. You never know. Probably not. <laughs> well, because they were really strong Red last Bull year, wasn't. Though, right? So, well, towards the end, if, if, if Red Bull is sandbagging, we're in for a tough year. Well, it seemed like the Renaults came good at the end of last year, surprisingly. As it uh, yeah. about to leave, go figure. Uh, in my <laughs> opinion, for like the racing point, should I? Should have finished second and won a couple of races. Please, please don't bring up racing point. No one had been driving for him. Oh Jesus Christ! Here we go. Nah, I, 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 I actually like. I used to criticize Stroll, but for a pay driver, he's good. 
That kid's good. <laughs> well, who are you comparing him to? And if, if you're comparing him to Latifi, then I'd agree. Or Mazepin, I'd agree. But... Yeah. Suck. No, like for for Don't like for rest of the pay drivers on the grid, like, come on, he's good. The only reason he has a ride is because of his dad. Yeah. Well, his his dad it. had to buy a team for him to be an F1. Yeah, Nick like, if, like, but the thing is, like, let me put it this way: if you put Latifi or whatever, like Mazepin, whatever the fucking new bullshit pay drivers are, <laughs> next to Perez, like they are getting gapped, and they're not even gonna finish ahead of them or qualify ahead of them even once in three years. Let alone getting a pole, like. Hey, like you have to give it to him. Okay, he's like he's is he like top Formula One talent? Fuck no. But, <laughs> well, but is he good? That. Yeah. You hear that, Jack? <laughs> yes, I heard. Well, well, hold on, hold on. Let's let's define. Let, let's who are the pay drivers in F one now? We got Mazepin, Latifi. Uh, are, are we like, putting Nick in there, or is that a Ferrari Academy thing? Probably Ferrari Academy thing. Ah, that's just the name thing. Well, don't they don't they they sponsor you, don't they? Dude, if my name was Schumacher and I used like I raced, like fuck yeah, the Ferrari Academy Academy is gonna sponsor me. Like, (laughs) thank you, Schumacher. Like. Like, don't you think if Hamilton has a kid and he decides to race, like Mercedes or someone's not gonna sponsor them? Doesn't matter how shit they are. Yeah, that's right. like given it's not like Lord Mahavir level shit, but like you know, <laughs> if he was just a little tipsy. Leave him alone. <laughs> I think the standout this season is going to be I'm going to call it and you guys are not going to like it, but both us. We did I, mean, right. I think the show's <laughs> over. I don't. Yep. I don't. And, and if that he, how, how do I want to word this? The only way, if that happens, it's going to be because he's looking for a ride for next season. It doesn't matter. Like I think he's gonna do good this year. Do you, well, we'll see. Do you guys think Perez can hold a candle to Max? Depends. Uh, maybe on the long run, yeah. They won't let him. But like, it, it, knowing the yeah, yeah, yeah like, okay. they gotta protect gold. Yeah, the, knowing the faggot Marco, it's just nah, oh, not Jesus. possible. <laughs> Yeah, that's 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 a first for the show. I've never heard that word. <laughs> like, sorry, but it's just like I have like pure hatred for that guy. We we do. No, have so do I. Put you on the show. So. All right. Well, like I said, we'll get into more of a preview next week for F one. Uh, but yeah, that's that's basically for testing. You can't really make any big conclusions about it because it is. No, I, I made one too. <laughs> What? Chris Christian Horner is just as much of an asshole as he was last season. Alright guys, welcome back to part two of this episode because uh my racing wheel unplugged my earphones.
And yeah, that's that's really the only excuse I have. But uh, now Lex is going to give us a little preview of the Sebring 12 hour. And I'm going to talk about how much I hate Corvette. Wow. <laughs> okay. Wow. Just, just the hate off the jump, Jack. I can't stand Corvette. All right. So why? Long journey short. Okay. Uh, hey. we'll, we'll we'll talk about it now. It's, I don't it's, mind it's Corvette. The team. most most like most alpha like the oh fuck most prideful bald eagles, man. Well, I don't mind Corvette the team. I like Corvette the team. I hate Corvette's fans. Okay, yeah, I, I can, I can, I agree with that. Yeah, but like, so, I don't know. In my opinion, Corvette team actually is Corvettes like the C five R. Like when they went to Le Mans in mid two thousands, it's just like when I first saw that. It's just like that is the time that I actually like liked Corvettes for the first time. Especially like growing up in Turkey, like you don't see Corvettes or Mustangs or whatever because yeah, they, they, like, V eight muscles not. Really not, not a take down here, yeah. So all of a sudden, it's like I'm like, "Fuck Corvette, that's amazing." <laughs> and then, yeah, no, I just hate I saw fans. the real Corvette fans, and then yeah, I totally understand what you mean. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Lex, go ahead. All right, so long journey, short path. If you guys didn't realize it, this weekend is the mobile twelve, the mobile one twelve hours of Sebring, and you know. We have all five classes taking part. Action Express has led the way in all the practices so far. And in GTLM and GTD, it seems to be anybody's game. And LMP3, it's going to be a race to see who can crash less. And P2 should be uh, relatively lax. Well, I got nothing else to say to that. Except uh, Elio's not racing this weekend, right? Yeah, they want to win. They literally they won to... Daytona, Lex. No, 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 no. Let me rephrase. They don't want to have any baggage to carry them. Well, to carry with them. Yeah, okay. Whatever. <laughs> You're full of crap. Um, yeah. So, who all is in LN this week? Uh, so, we have uh, both Beamers. We have both Vets with cool mobile one jobs. Mm-hmm. As much as people have been complaining, they look cool. And, 25 uh, years, man. Yeah, Cooper McNeil's Porsche, another daddy cash guy. Yeah, you just hate on everyone with money. Well, yeah, they substitute money for talent. So, yeah, as a fan, oh, I think it would be goodness. a... Hey, like, they Red have cash and they spend it on a beetle. Well, <laughs> good luck to them. Um, yeah, so that's basically it for that. Um, Chuck, let's talk about NASCAR real quick. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Eggy, you can you can try to chime in if you have anything to say. But um, so they were at Phoenix this past week, and Kevin Harvick Chuck, didn't win. Kevin Harvick did not win. I actually kind of want to talk about that because it seems like he's not at all been where we would expect him to be. You know. I agree. Because, like, Phoenix is his playground. Like, there was a graphic. He's won, like, one in four races there that he started. Yeah, but and... is, isn't he in a bad car this season? No. He's in the same car 
I think part of the problem I do agree would be the fact that his teammates don't really do well. You know what I mean? Like Briscoe's a rookie, Custer's a second year, and uh, who's Amarola is just Amarola good for bacon. Um, (laughs) (laughs) What? Wow! I like Smithfield bacon. I also like Smithfield ham. Smithfield ham is pretty good. I had some of that tonight. I have never um, seen Smithfield ham before. <laughs> uh, I, yeah. Um, let's see. Yeah, so I think some of it could definitely be the fact that he doesn't really have teammates that are running as well as he is and not getting that really good data that he could use. I think that's part of the reason why Chase won the championship last year is because he had his teammates started to do really well around him. So and I think that's why Pinsky is so successful with all three of their guys because they've got three really good drivers to draw off of, and as well as Joe Gibbs. I think that's why Christopher Bell hasn't had such a big learning curve, uh, you know, in his second season here. He's just been on it. He ran up front a lot in Phoenix. So, I mean, what do you think of that, Chuck? Do you think I'm far off? No, I think I think. Stuart Haas seems to be in an off season in reality. And I mean, we're also only what five races in, so it's kind of hard to say, but like, yeah. But I mean, you got a rookie in the 14, you got Amarola who shows flashes of brilliance occasionally. Yeah. And the only one who's actually consistent is Harvick on that team. Yeah. Uh, let's see. So, Logano led the most laps, and then didn't win. Didn't win. (sighs) Whatever, Lex. Uh, they say Lex hit him off. I didn't. (laughs) Yeah, Lex. (laughs) You're the reason. Actually, he Bubba Wallace tried to kill him. See, he didn't do a good enough job. Didn't do a good enough job. Gosh, man. It just... Actually, let's talk about Bubba Wallace real quick. Because (laughs) if you look... And I get that maybe it's just, you know, early season, new team things. But, like, they're not running that well. And if you look at... No, but here's the thing. You look at Eric Jones, he's hitting it off really quick. He's got, like, two top tens already. With Richard established team. Not established. Well, you can say established, but like it's not like they've ran that well. Isn't 23 XL aligned with Gibbs? Yeah. uh, I mean, it's a Toyota. It's literally a Gibbs car. I mean, we all know how Gibbs absorbs teams, so. Well, they're not going to kill this one, but they're definitely not. I I really don't think that I. After Furniture Row won the championship, they kind of, I think they kind of were like, eh, let's not do that again. (laughs) So. (laughs) So. That's fair. (laughs) Yeah. So. I I honestly don't really remember much else from Phoenix. It, It wasn't a good race. Yeah. I mean, I remember Cody Ware trying to kill Anthony Alfredo. 
that was really so, silly. Funny, funny thing, I actually thought Cody Ware blew a tire from the way the car went straight. Yeah, as Jeff Gordon said, he got a lot of help. Uh, actually, I, this is another thing we could talk uh, about. I, I just think... want to take this time to shout out to Pastor Maldonado. <laughs> yeah, actually, Cody Ware did look like Pastor Maldonado. From Lex to you. <laughs> <laughs> Lex, are you ever going to invite Eggy back I on the show? One time, you guys never forget it. We're well, definitely no, not, not one forgetting time. it after all the crap you give us, Lex. Yeah, exactly. Mr. Mulkey fade, you stay out of it. Hey, Lex, go go to NASCAR races and tell them you're going to take away 100 horsepower from every car. Oh my god! <laughs> and see if they're going to be that nice to you. Or or see if you get like another like or wait long posting their times and like, then you were like oh I gotta fix that why 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 do you think people are mad at you like hey, there was like a two hundred of like two hundred plus mile an hour one car in the league and you just nerfed it yeah Lex yours yeah <laughs> wait, is everybody mad or are you just mad like I'm mad because I can't go two hundred miles an hour. <laughs> no one else can. <laughs> oh my god! But yeah, I'm sorry to interrupt, but oh, you guys, I, I, I assume you guys saw that Sabine Schmidt died yesterday. Yeah, yes, that, did too. Yeah. that that was sad news from uh, cancer. Cancer, yeah. The only, I believe, the only woman to win the 24 hours in Nurburgring. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, she was an yes, absolute did. legend at this. She track. had the most laps of anyone ever on that track. Yeah, yeah. let's see Danica do that. Oh, she just Lex. <laughs> like Susie Wolf won like a DTM race once, right? She did. I don't think she did. I don't think she did. Oh, uh, and if she did, I know. Did I, I know Ellen. Ellen Lore won like in the nineties. Oh yeah, yeah, no, that that's true. But no, I don't think did Susie Wolf win because I thought she was like mid pack that entire no, thing. She was mid pack. Yeah, but like that's that's still something. DTM's tough. All racing is tough once you get to that level. Mm-hmm. Like that's the thing. True, like, I agree. People don't understand. Like people are so quick to just, you know, rub it off as just like women drivers suck, but like. At this big stage, you know, it's really tough. It's so competitive. And just to make it there is is really well an accomplishment in itself. Well, okay. So one of the – a lot of times people don't necessarily take women drivers serious is because the only reason they're even in that sport, let alone anywhere near those cars, is why? Because they're girls. Because they're women. I know Lex is not about to get me banned off of the internet. No, but it's not always like that, man. Like, if you're talking about Sophia incident, yes, it's like that, but... uh, Oh, Sophia Sophia first. Like, if you, you, like, hey, Michelle Mouton, like, she was a, she was like a godlike driver, like, she almost stopped, like, Walter Rolo in her day. Yeah, like, group B. No, I'm not talking about She used to drive, like, 700 horsepower Audis racing Walter Rolo and beating him. Oh no! no. <laughs> like I, I know. I'm not denying that. I'm just talking about today. You know, the women who are just making, just get to places because they're women. Oh yeah, like Danica. 
Guys. Oh. Quit hating on Danica. Not. It's the truth when it comes to her. You can't handle the truth. Whatever. <laughs> well, no, only only thing like the thing is like only thing she did wrong in my opinion is like when she went on that uh, Joe Rogan podcast and she talked about she doesn't like cars. She said like, Danica did that. Yeah. She said that. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't really care for cars, so I get it. Like that's the thing. It's just like if you're racing and people look up to you, you you kind of have to, even if you're not, you have to say that. Because the thing is, it's like I don't know. In my opinion, it's just like it's such a glamorous thing that you're doing, and like one in a million opportunity you have. Yeah. And when people realize it's just like you know, you don't even enjoy it. Basically, on the like on the deepest level, ah, uh, you know, okay. Yeah, yeah I, I guess, yeah. Um, but it depends on the car, too. Like, if I grew up racing just NASCARs, I wouldn't be into cars that much either. Because, like, NASCAR is just such a different, like, uh, experience to, like, a normal driving, especially in the U.S. with the speed limits and everything. It's just, like, you can't go 200-plus all the way without stopping. Hmm? What are you talking about, eh? Hmm? What are you talking about speed limits? I said like if I was like if I if I grew up as like a racing just in NASCAR, then I can I can understand people not being into cars because you can't get that experience in a normal car on the street, especially in U US. Oh okay. In Europe you can go as fast as your car goes, but must be nice. I thought you were talking about there. It's like they had speed limits on the track. And I was like, no, 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 no. Like it's just saying it's just like, hey, like you grew up racing NASCAR and all that, whatever, like that type of car, oval circuits. So you're used to just going flat out, pin it, and then just turn. But like you still have the rush of like going at 200 miles an hour, basically. And you you switch to the street cars, and it's just like there is none of that because you even your sport is not involving. The rest of the dynamics of a normal, like a normal car gives you, or like a circuit car gives you, and it's it's wow. not like bashing on it, but like it's just like I can kind of understand why she's she might not be into cars. Well, she was in any car beforehand, not just NASCAR. Mm, not successfully. <laughs> she oh. won one. She won more races in IndyCar than she did NASCAR. <laughs> yeah, but NASCAR is a tougher crowd, well, man. That's because it's one. Like I seen, I seen so many people. Like I seen so many good racing drivers that come from Formula, even single seaters or endurance and stuff into VTCC and just get smashed. Yeah, no, that's fair. Yeah, I mean each discipline has its own challenges. Exactly, it's It's easy to jump from one to another. Typically, it's not comparable. well, I, yeah, I mean, if you're a once-in-a-generation driver, I think, like, I think Lewis Hamilton could, could jump t- to a different car, different type of car or run well. I think, I mean, yeah. being interested with, uh, with IndyCar this year with Jimmy Johnson, seeing how well he can actually learn the cars, jumping from NASCAR to an IndyCar. So. Yeah, but it's, yeah, exactly. It depends on the driver. Like, if you look yeah. at Sebastian Loeb, like the WRC driver, is now doing Dakar and everything. 
is just insane. Like the talent is off the charts. Like whatever you put that guy into, like he was doing like a Red Bull test once somewhere, and he was faster than like their test driver. Yeah, I mean, you look at Valentino Rossi. I mean, he did an F one test, and yeah, they said that he was pretty rapid. But they said this about Rossi. He didn't. He, but the thing is, he was too skinny, and uh, he would have made it in the F one. That's the point. Like that's the difference between the F one and the others. F one, okay, you have to be good, yes, but can you last the race distance while being that quick? Yeah, that's what that's, they're trained for. Yeah, but not everyone can do it. It doesn't matter how much, like how how much you train. Yeah, like. I don't know if you guys ever had an experience in like a proper race car. Doesn't have to be something insanely quick, but it is tiring. It's like it takes away a lot from you. Even like go kart races can be tiring. Yeah. Sure. The, but the thing is, the reason I think the NASCAR is so good is because first you go way too quick compared to anything else. Your average speed is what 185, 186 miles an hour. Depends, Depends on, the on the track. Yeah, but like over a season, like the whole tracks, like whatever, like 180 to 200 miles an hour, these guys fly, right? But the thing is, there's not much like tight cornering. So, like, basically, the car moves around all the time. You have a pack and everything. So, the thing is, the stress. Like, the drivers are not under that much physical stress, but they're under, like, mental stress. So, usually when you put, like, a single-seater driver into a NASCAR, all of a sudden, it's just like their body is fine, but they're not used to having that many cars in that closed pack, and they cannot process what's going on, and it sucks. But if you take like a NASCAR driver or someone like who races wheel to wheel more often, like a V8 supercars, BTCC, whatever, and you train them and put them in a single seater, all of a sudden they're really good because they're used to racing wheel to wheel. That's a fair argument. And going from a heavier car to a lighter car is always easier than going from a lighter car to a heavier car. Absolutely. I agree with that. that. Well, yeah, I mean, we've seen it. Like, Aggie, you talked about, you know, going from single-seaters to BTCC. We see it all the time with, you know, single-seaters to NASCAR as well. You yeah. look at Juan Pablo, Dario, Danica, Sam Hornish, all those mm-hmm. guys, they didn't just come in and just start getting top tens off the bat. I mean, obviously, Juan Pablo, at the end of his stock car career, was but, competing I mean, pretty if well. Really- there's only one guy who's been able to do that in recent memory. Jim Clark. <laughs> Tony, Tony Stewart. Tony Stewart. Can't went from IndyCar to NASCAR. That was in the yeah. late 90s, wasn't it? Yeah. He won an IndyCar championship. Yeah. Was it the first or second season he did that? Like uh, second second or third. Yeah, yeah but Mon- Montoya doing that wouldn't surprise me. Like... That guy is one of those, you know, those like freak drivers you get once in a generation. Yeah. He's one of them. I would agree with that. I don't like, I'm not a Montoya fan, but I do agree with that. 
he seems to fly under the radar so much, especially when Lex, we get it. You're a Montoya fanboy. You don't have to remind us all the time. No, but like I just hear Elio in your voice every time you talk about him. I think the reason is that it's just like he's not trying. He's not trying to prove a point and sticking out. That's why he's just like whatever happens, he's okay with it. Plus, Um, he's the latest, like the last, like really good Williams guy. So (laughs) now he's getting more (laughs) attention. I don't know what you're talking about. Pastor is pretty good. Yeah, <laughs> you want to race? Won a race. Mm. Well, that's the last time they won a race. Just hitting every yeah, with a cheater car, it. it was easy, but like when you were like hey, twenty hey, kilos underweight, hey, hey, it's hey. <laughs> it's not it's a hard. <laughs> Jack's like, hey, we're not going to talk about that part. <laughs> no, because no. I mean, it was still an impressive run. What past? Yeah, but like you yeah. know what, twenty kilos does in a. Formula One car, yeah. That's <laughs> like, only like 80 pounds or something. No, it's 40. It's like 45 pounds. But yeah, it's, see, it's not that much. Yeah, but yeah, when but you it, when you take a pound, right, it could be a tenth right, of a second. All right, all right. I was just kidding. Like you no, 20 pounds. You're talking like about 45 pounds would it's probably true. give you like two, three tenths a second, Easy. like a lap. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> Dude, that's like in 2012 money, like F1, it's literally like back of the pack to front. Right, because it was so close. Yeah. That was a great season. Oh, that was the best. Like seven hey, races, seven different don't winners. Don't you forget who won the championship. Don't you forget who got crashed out twice and lost it. Yeah, Fernando, because he sucks. Yeah, I know. He got crashed out. Okay, and Vettel had some DNFs too. What about that? And he... Oh, we are not going with this old DNF argument again. <laughs> That's what Lex is literally not, saying. Not like Dude, last year. Yeah, if you keep going on like that, that's like since 2012, where they should be winning, right. but they couldn't manage manage All their right. tires then. Listen, <laughs> like, <laughs> oh yeah, I remember that. Well, like they had they had the fastest car for ten laps, and then it's just like it's shit. We'll 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 end it here. <laughs> okay, um, Eggy. It's hit with the truth bombs. Whatever. Thanks for coming on, Eggy. You were a great guest. One of the better ones. Better than Ricky. <laughs> oh, uh, thanks for having me. That'll help your ego with Ricky a little bit, but <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, man, it's just it's just a fact. <laughs> <laughs> hey, like you got game recognizes game, you know. Yes. Fair enough. Uh, so as we always say here, share it if you like it, share it if you don't like it, just share it. And we'll see you guys next week. Just leave it at just share it. Yeah, just share it. (laughs) So we'll see you guys next week. Bye. Good evening, guys. All right, guys.